0: This week, we're talking about... The dog days are over. What? The dog days. Remember the dog days? They're done. They're over. I don't... What the... What are you talking about? Florence and the Machine. Baby. No, no. We're talk- this is a biography... No, it's ...about not. the dog days being over. It's not. So grab your drink. Nope. Turn up your headphones. Nope. Because... No. The dog days are over. Nope, nope. And now we're on some sort of a list. Anyway, it's the monster of Florence. It's a serial killer who killed 14 people between 1974 and 1985 in Florence, Italy. Where are the dogs? Listener discretion is always advised all aboard the midnight train. (laughs) Hello, passengers, and welcome to the Midnight Train, where we bring the dark to light, or at least attempt to. We make fun of a joke about creepy stuff while bringing you as much information on each topic as possible. Yes, we are a comedy podcast, and stuff can get pretty dark. So if you're not into that, listen, no hard feelings, but give it a chance. Give it a go. You just might find your new second favorite podcast. Just saying, you might. But if not, listen, it's completely cool. You can just, you know... Go listen to something else. Whatever, I don't care. I'm just kidding. Anyway, my name is Jonathan Sayer. I am your host, and with me are my co-hosts, of course, Logan Sayer and Jeff Butchko. oh Can we harmonize that? Hey-o. oh That's the same note. <laughs> oh, He's your that? son. What are you doing with him? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Hello. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Good. Now I got us. <laughs> now I got Lionel Richie in my fucking head. Now. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? Who did Lionel Richie used to be part of? What band? Ooh. Jackson Mm 5. No. (laughs) His last name's Richie. That's a certain. The Four Jacksons and Richie. (laughs) (laughs) Richie Rich and the Jackson 5. Right, right. right. No, that's not. That would be the Commodores. It's the Commodores, yes. Like 64? Yes. Yeah. So they came out in 64? No. No. Dude, that'd be hilarious if they did. That would be. Oh my God, I kind of want to look that up right now. So listen, our Patreon bonus for this week will be kind of in addition to this, uh, today's episode, Um, uh, we're going to be talking about the possible link between the Zodiac killer and the monster of Florence. Jake Gyllenhaal. D- well, he portrayed him. Yes. He is the Zodiac killer. Oh, you know, that's not real life, right? What? Th- those are movies. Since when? We'll talk later. So sign up (laughs) to our Patreon to hear our uh, our thoughts on that and, you know, find out kind of what the link is, if there is a link, if it's been debunked and so on and so forth. So make sure you do that. Patreon.com forward slash the Midnight Train podcast. Right? Right. 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 All right. So listen, we're going to save the rest of the business until the end. And by the way, I do want to talk about a new sponsor we got coming up. (gasps) So let's just, you know, let's just, let's just turn down the lights, adjust our seats, grab a drink and let's. Get serial killery, I guess, right? (laughs) Okay. Is that is that right? But first here's a toast all you beautiful sound bitches. Everybody should take their pants off and dance in their underwear by this plastic. Not here, people listening. Sorry, put my pants back on. Yeah, put your pants back on. I'll go home and get you a fucking shine box. What the? I go. I go. I go. I go. Question? Yes. How much royalty do we pay Chainsaw for every time we hit that button? Oh, he gets like at least 0.00000, 000, 000 nothing every time Perfect. we press that button. Perfect. Do you hear that, Chainsaw? <laughs> we love you, buddy. We owe you nothing. Which, by the way, um, so uh, I started, well, not started drinking. I was introduced to um, oh, what is it called? It's it's this Life Water. It's like that, but it's called, like, death water or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, liquid death. Liquid death. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, ah, it's just water, whatever. And I took a drink, and it's called, like, mango chainsaw. Oh, I didn't know they had flavors. <laughs> yeah. It's actually really good. Yeah. But I saw it, and I was like, oh, a chainsaw. Hmm. We missed I, you I buddy. thought the mango reminded you of him. The mango, yes. No. Not the chainsaw, the mango. It's the shape of his ass. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> See you, leave. I love to watch that, mango Right, so listen. This is going to be a fun episode, only because Logan actually took the helm on writing the research for this one. This is all you, you fucking no. So you you get an applause, buddy. You get an applause. So if wrong, so it's, if it's bad, so this is his audition. This is his audition. Yes. Oh God, I can't wait. So wait, this. what was the, um, it was an unpaid internship leading up to this? Yes. So now it's going into a, a, a non-paid you. internship. Yes. Oh, an extended unpaid Your internship. assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> right. 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 So anyway, we're going to get into this and when, and it's, yeah, this stuff can, this is a pretty rough one. And it's actually one that I've, uh, it's uh, a case that's intrigued me for a very long time. So I was glad that you actually got into it and kind of. Oh, yeah. You know, figured, not figured it out, but did some research. Oh, and we, we figured it out. Yeah. we? Oh, we figured it out. Oh. oh. There's a Robert Stack over here. Yeah. Right. So since last week's episode was more on the lighthearted side and we couldn't stop giggling or trying to be funny, we decided to take this episode on a more serious note. Today, we are discussing the monster of Florence. No, we're not talking about a green scaly monster that enjoys a little too much vino or growls while going bippity boppity boop. Damn it. No giggling. Shh. We had to get that joke out of the way before we decided to show the world that we can go on an entire show, do an entire episode without making a joke or giggling. Oh. No matter how much pot or alcohol may be influencing us here, we will strive to bring as much information on this topic. And, hey, the jokes obviously will write themselves, right? Yep. Right. I like the tonal change as well. Right. And for fuck's sake, we're not going to do that. Oh, (laughs) that's too bad. I was hoping to not be funny. If you don't like it, just do what any normal person would do out there and honestly drink until we sound funny. Yeah. Or just do the monotone. Yeah, I I guess. Or just do the monotone. It all started in (laughs) 1945. Of course, we can't do that. You guys know we're, we're, we're better than that. We're better than that. Yeah, haunted house. No gut. Got that? No, no giggling. All right. So a little bit about Florence, Italy, first here. It, it, it is the capital of Tuscany in central Italy, built on both sides of the Arno River. Yes. It's- I bet there's some banger food there. By the way. Oh, I'm sure. It's probably gorgeous no, too. Bangers and mash is a the UK thing. <sighs> Boo! I yes. thought we weren't doing jokes. <laughs> that wasn't a joke. <laughs> so Florence was founded as a Roman military colony in the first century BCE. Florence's vernacular, in other words, the the language, how they speak there, became the Italian language. So they kind of started the whole thing off, which Hmm. is kind of neat. And uh, some noteworthy celebrities that have flourished here were Leonardo da Vinci. Yes. Philippe (laughs) Brunelleschi. Who's that? Niccolo Machiavelli. Michelangelo, Dante, and Galileo. I'm going to have so much fun. Oh, the so Ninja so. Turtles? Yeah, the, yeah, all of the Ninja Turtles actually came <laughs> from Florence, Italy. Side note, Splinter, yeah. he was American. He was an American rat. Did you know that, Logan? Even beforehand? Yeah. Before he was t- turned? No, he, I take that back. He was Japanese, wasn't mm-hmm. he? Oroko Saki. Yeah. And it was actually, uh, Shredder was uh, Uncle Phil. Or was that's, he? Who, that's who played uh, Shredder. Oh, yeah, that's right. yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, you yeah. guys are all, you're learning all kinds of stuff today. <laughs> all right. Some famous buildings that reside here are the uh, Baptistery of St. John, the Gothic Duomo, and the Uffizi Gallery. If you haven't been over there, today Not like? yet, no. God, everybody I know that goes says it's like a trip of a lifetime. Oh, that's, yeah. I it's mean, like it the most beautiful be. place ever. Except, uh, which is the one where where it's literally sinking? Uh, Venice. Venice yeah. is is literally sinking it, into the ocean. It, yeah. Really? Every year it goes down like three centimeters. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Like, if you look it up, it's seriously They're trying to figure out ways to, like, lift it up with, like, uh, kind of new technology and shit like that. Why is it like the plates shifted underneath or something? It's no. just the way it was it's built on, like, boat. Like, it's like it's a, it's a floating city. Basically, yeah. Huh. Yeah. So I didn't know that look it up. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So the economy here is largely based around tourism. But of course it is. Of course. Yes. Silly of- American. <laughs> you want the pasta? I don't even know. That's how they talk. <laughs> I give you that. No, it's like Mario, right? Right. You want the pasta? Right. Baba the Boopie, right? Baba the Boopie. <laughs> the bread. Oh, man, all of our Italian listeners, all two of you just turned off. Anyway. No, they know about the plumber. No, they got kidding. four other ones. We're like, look at these fucking dumb dumbs over here. Yeah. <laughs> Those are New York Italians. Oh, these fucking guys yeah, over here. <laughs> yeah. What do they fucking know about fucking Italy? You know what I mean? Yeah, Fucking schmucks. That's pretty good. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, you know, you know how it is, you, you smug fuck. <laughs> so let's talk about first and foremost what happened. All right, and let's start off here. So between 1968 and 1985, 14 to 16 people, and we'll get into all that, mm-hmm. were murdered in Florence, Italy, in what leading criminologists and police officials have declared as one of the most puzzling crimes of their time. And it's pretty weird. There's a lot of similarities with some other shit too. Which, um, what's the guy the the New York guy that did the the, the Son of Sam killer, right? He was into killing couples. Mm-hmm. Well, so was this killer. This killer was actually doing. It was mostly couples that he actually killed. Why is that? Okay, he or she killed. Um, I like, don't know. Like, what's the? It could be somebody who just hated young couples. It could have been some. No, you know, maybe he me? had his heart broken. It's He's possible. Hated. Yeah, I did listen to a uh, a podcast today that was talking about like a BTK. And someone recently did an interview with him, you know, BTK killer, right? BTK, the uh, bind, torture, kill guy. Okay. So complete piece of shit. And I'm trying to remember what his name is. And I'm sure everyone right now, especially listening to this, is going, fuck you. <laughs> anyway, um, so I was listening to it. And that dude, he had like a lot of weird things about him, but he had a normal fucking life outside of his killing. And he really, he just had like the sexual fantasy thing. And that's what he was trying to fulfill the whole time. Because he tried to do like some weird shit with his wife one time and she wasn't into it. I mm-hmm. guess he was he was trying to do some butt stuff and she was like not having it. <laughs> not today. And and so he, he went off and started killing people. And so what they were saying in the podcast is think about that for a second. If she would have been like okay with it or if he would have found someone that was okay with all his like weird fetishes and stuff. All those people, I think it was 11 people that died. All those people may not have been murdered by this guy. That's crazy. You know what I mean? My point to that is you never know what somebody's thinking and going through and what can push them to that point. Right. You know what I mean? So first known victims were Antonio Lobianco and his Sardinian lover, Barbara Locci. And by Sardinians, they were from Sardinia. Yes. I had to actually ask Logan yes. that. This is a little fishy. It's not right? the fishes, by the way, are disgusting. Yeah, who eats that, right? That's so gross. Especially on pizza. (laughs) 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 You know, I've had it before, and they're just really salty. Yeah. My dad, your grandfather, used to eat these things called kippers, which are basically like bigger sardines, but they came in a can like that. Dude, I could be outside, and he could open a can in the house, and I could smell it. Uh (laughs) It was just disgusting. Like, I wanted to burn the house down and just leave. I didn't even want to be there. Yeah. So they were killed on August 21st of 1968 in a small town near Florence. Lochi's six-year-old son, uh, Natalino Mele, uh, he was asleep in the back seat, which is really fucked up. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, apparently, you said you saw somewhere that they were having sex in the car and the kid was asleep in the back seat? Okay, we'll we'll uh, we'll the vile Jim Yeah, it, it goes into a little bit here because she was um she she definitely she listen not judging but she got around mm-hmm. she she soil, soiled her oats is that it sewed 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 she soiled her I oats mean, that that sounds gross <laughs> she may perhaps soil her, have some soiled she her oats. she shit in the oat pile <laughs> 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 ah, so she's like Alanis Morris said oh my why what she is, went down in a theater and you've never gone yeah to the I'm about to, to say listen out? what's that what. would you say you ever gone to a theater and had that is that on your website with the (laughs) stepmom oh boy oh boy anyway so the kid the six-year-old son here he woke up and found his mother dead and he took off running all right he ran two kilometers and knocked on the door of a house he banged on the door and told the home opener uh the home opener the homeowner (laughs) quote open the door and let me in i'm sleeping my daddy is sick and in bed then, he goes on to say, then you have to drive me home because my mother and my uncle are dead in their car. Okay? Mm. Imagine getting that door. Yeah, that know, would be the door super then. fucked up, right? Well, he was questioned by authorities as to how he ran alone in the dark, you know, for two kilometers on unpaved country road. Maybe he had the light-up shoes, those LED shoes. It's 1968. I don't think they had those. <gasps> I mean, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. True. I wasn't there, so... He was uh, the kid was then uh, questioned by authorities as to how he actually ran alone. Uh, like I said in there, and he originally said that he was scared and alone, but then changed his the story later and saying that uh, his father or an uncle drove him to the house. Remember how he said that his mom was in the car with an uncle? Okay, right. Well, the kid goes on to say la- uh, years later that he was uh, he was alone, but was too shocked to really remember what happened. One Ooh. side note to to this whole thing is that I've been when I was doing the research, I found a lot of uh, um, speculation on. Uh, for the little kid himself, I guess apparently he also mentioned too on one of his other stories that he was um, a random stranger, I guess, was walking along the path with him. Picked him up, put him on his shoulders, and walked him to the house and sang this really weird tune, which I could not figure out what it was, but it was apparently was a popular song. Tiptoe through the tulips. <laughs> Tiptoe through the tulips. <laughs> Come on, get really on my shoulder, and I'll there. Maybe that's where they got that 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 you know, that uh walking by Jesus thing. Oh, maybe that's where they got that from. Yeah, maybe I don't know. But yeah, maybe. that that uh, that popped up more than once in my researching, and but and there's really nothing that really. So he that. claims that just some random dude picked him up, put him on his shoulders, and was just hip hopping along, singing like allegedly. Ah, that's weird. I don't know. So Uncle, quote unquote, was the name given to his mother's lovers. Aha! Uh-huh. So I have so many uncles. I don't understand. My family is huge. <laughs> <laughs> That's messed up. And mom's like, shut the fuck up. So mom had the nickname of Ape Regina, okay, or the Queen Bee, due to the countless affairs that she had. Mm. So she was... like again, not not shaming at anyone whatsoever. You do what you got to do. Whatever sucks that a little kids involved in that or whatever. But at least they weren't like blatantly, I don't know, whatever, I'm moving on. <laughs> so, um, she was the, uh, uh, her lovers, she had several men, of course, including three brothers, Giovanni, Salvatore, and Francesco Vinci. At the same time? Uh, pff, Logan <laughs> uh, just find out you know all right, Okay, all right, yeah. they were manual laborers and petty criminals okay so they weren't they were kind of low-lifes mm-hmm. whatever but she was uh, apparently sleeping with all three of them mm-hmm. whether it was at the same time or not again I don't know so Salvatore um, uh, uh, Salvatore lived with uh, Lochi and Mele in their home for a short time so he actually one of the brothers actually lived with them for a little bit yes Yes. Uh, keep the uh, the name Vinci in the back of your head as well too for a little bit. Yeah. So the uh, the lover, the two, the couple here, they were shot and killed in the uh, in their car by a twenty two caliber pistol. Mm-hmm. A twenty two? Yeah, dude. Um, that's the mob's favorite I gun, know, dude. But it's like. You got to be good with a twenty-two to fa- kill somebody. Yeah, but it's the fake because all- it's like shooting with a BB gun. But you you get mm. hit in the head with it; it rattles around. I know. You know and, what I mean? And when you're busy in the car, are you really paying attention to who's uh, walking up? No, but oh. and plus they're easier to get. What to, kind of car do they have? Think. You would think it would block it. Uh, it's a but Italian car. That's why, with the windows down. I bet Elon Musk designed it. <laughs> face down, ass up. <laughs> He's not <laughs> Italian. I'm gonna throw this rock through the window, guys. Oh, that wasn't supposed to happen. Wait, that's not what he sounds like. Oh, I know. I, mean, <laughs> I don't want to get sued, so we'll, we'll, re- we'll bring him back He's in another day. He's a recurring guest on the show He's here. listening, now. Yeah. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Since the last time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so the suspected killer up until this point was Lochi's husband, Stefano Mele. Okay. He was considered to be uh, older and kind of slow mentally. Mm-hmm. Okay. The cops found a glove that was his, and it was tested and had shown to have gunfire residue on it. If the glove doesn't fit. You must have quit. Who's that? You. Oh, my God. You, not, you have to know that one. If the glove doesn't fit, mm-hmm. what's that famous from? Um, put the lotion on its skin. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we'll go with that. Keep going. <laughs> no, that's, that's pretty much how OJ got off. Oh. Yeah. And yeah, I, I I got off, I mean acquitted. Yeah, nah, yeah, nah, yeah, let's let's off. make sure I yeah. I mean, you never know. So melee. okay, <laughs> the, the husband here confessed but retracted his confession and then confessed again but accused the Vinci brothers of being involved, but later confessed to doing it by himself. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's recap this. Right. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> you want you, you yeah. want, I want you to recap. It. Okay, so so two people so, were killed. So you have the whore mom. Mhm. Now, now, why is she... Is she... Well, okay. The, the, the mom that likes the party. The okay. miscuous, adventurous mom. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, so you I have mean, the again, the no partying kidding. mom who's Correct. doing stuff. Mm-hmm. You have the little kid. She gets around like a donut. The kid that... <laughs> Been used more than... I don't know. I got so many of them. Go ahead. The kid that witnessed or supposedly... What well, was asleep well, in the asleep. car and woke up supposedly? And All I gotta saw. say is that's a heavy ass uh, sleeping kid. Wanted to right? ignore the whole fact that his mom and whatever were doing something in the front seat. And on top of that, they both got shot. I mean, yeah. now, do you think the gunfire woke him up, or do you think that he supposedly? Because that doesn't sound right that he'd sleep through the gunfire. <sighs> But I mean, I don't know. According six, to six, I don't know. But then again, he—they like, probably gave him a bunch of freaking Chianti and told him to go to sleep. And <laughs> hey, you, I gotta make a momma a boom boom with your mama. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> hey, hey, go to sleep. Yeah, go to sleep. You go to sleep, or I'll put you to sleep. And the Vinci brothers, <laughs> yeah. they're the ones they were, were sleeping with mama. Right, as well. All three of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, we're up to speed. Let's go. Right. And but, well, the the husband though is the one that's claiming that he did it, but he was at home sick. Correct. Supposedly. this went down. Supposedly. Allegedly. And he's also a little, you know, mentally slow as well. So, right. So that's where we're at up to this one. This is just the first murders on this, by the way. Right. So despite changing his story and his son changing stories numerous times, the, I'm not even going to (laughs) say it. I'm not, I'm not going to say it. The husband was convicted and sent to prison for 14 years. Okay, mm-hmm. got the gun residue. He confessed, it and confessed, confessed, didn't confess. I mean, obviously in 68, you're going to jail. Yeah, pretty you know what much. I mean? Okay, so, so he was there then, basically. Well, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But potential. Right. So uh- he was given a light sentence, though, due to suffering from, quote, infirmity of the mind and deemed mentally dysfunctional. So he was slow, but I also feel they probably put into account that his wife was prowling around on him, too, You know what I mean? And caused it. Right. Do you think the judge was like, oh, I slept with her. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) This guy's mental. (laughs) We'll give him five years. I retire in 14 years. Yeah. Yeah, Go ahead and just put him in there. So Melee said that he dropped the gun at the crime scene, but it was never recovered. Okay. So the gun never showed up. And he claims that he did the killing, had gloves on, and that he dropped the gun. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it was basically at that point considered a cut and dry case of simple, it's a crime of passion. That's it, right? Because he's pissed off. He finds his wife. He knows right. something's going on. He finds her in the car with some other guy with their kid in the back, which doesn't make sense to me on why. Why would a man shoot his wife well, who knows the kid is cheating in the back. on him with the kid in the back seat? Doesn't seem right to me. Right? Maybe he didn't know the kid was in the back seat. I mean, that's possible because it, it was dark. It's dark. Where it's dark. would the kid be? Yeah, 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 he's not with me. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it was a big boat. Yeah, I I, okay. yeah, I don't know. I know. So anyway, considered a cut and dry case, right? Done, case closed. We're done, right? Yep. No. Uh-oh. Nope. Then Saturday night of September fourteenth, nineteen seventy four comes along. A young couple here, or a young couple, Stefania Petini and Pasquale Gintocori. I'm actually really loving saying <laughs> these names. Nice. And I'm probably butchering them, but no, it's Pasquale's, so much- right? That's yeah. my grandfather's name. Is it? Yeah, or Pat. They call him Pat, but, it, but his, he was born in Italy. It's Pasquale is his your name. Your grandfather's name's Pasquale. You're a ta- yeah. Wait, hold Filosco. on. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hey, what's your last yeah. name? My yeah. last name is Butchko, uh-huh. but my mother's maiden name is Falasco. Holy crap. My grandparents came from Where's Italy. That <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know that? I had no idea. Oh, yeah. They're hardcore Italian. Dude, I've partied with your mom and dad so many times. Why do you I think they no party idea. so hard? What are you trying to say about Italians? They like to party all the time. Party all the time. Who sings that? Party all the time. Yeah, I don't fuck. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. Swear to God, he actually had a couple yeah, albums yeah. on. It's now. a legit song. Wait, a couple albums? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, full blown. He actually did some shit with Michael. In the Warren. video, Rick James runs the mixer board. Really? It's pretty dope, dude. I mean, it makes sense why the he's like in like, there holding sings. his headphones. He's like, "Hey, turn it up!" And you see, <laughs> Rick James is just like. Broom. And then Brings he said, up the volume. Fuck your couch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so they oh, they were hanging out and they were regulars uh, to a small, secluded spot in the uh, suburban countryside on the outskirts of Florence. Okay. And they wanted some private time alone. So they'd go out to these little, little wooded area that's outside of town. You know what I mean? They're young, young, young couple. You know, right. Doing what they do. You know what I mean? Doing what they fucking do. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> so the couple was found dead, unfortunately, the next morning. The young man was found inside the car leaning on the door. The young lady was found in the grass behind the vehicle. Her body was nude and there had been stab wounds found. And it, it but not just stab wounds, all right? First of all, they weren't very deep. They were pretty much surface wounds, and she had been stabbed and or pricked, quote unquote, this is, you know, me- medical terminology, over 90 times. Oh, well, somebody tried to bleed her out. Or there I don't know. I don't fucking understand yeah. at all. And she was raped with a thin olive branch. Yeah, yeah, which is fucked up, but I mean nine, okay. To stab someone hard, obviously it takes a lot of force. It really takes a lot of force to penetrate the human body. All right. Because I mean, we have bones everywhere, yeah. you know, there's really a lot. And if you ever sit down and you just, if you want to sit and I think it, what is it? like, I think you can stab someone. I think it's a three second intervals. I think is what it is. I think it's, that's like to, with having force behind yeah. it, sit here and what is that well, that's and when I'm dying. sorry I'm doing math in my head 270 270 seconds comes down to about what uh, how many minutes uh, just under 5 minutes okay so sit there and just move your arm for 5 minutes <laughs> no that can't be that long Five minutes? Yeah. 60 seconds times five is 300 seconds. Oh, I guess so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, if you sit there and you're moving your arm back and forth, just do it 90 times. I don't even care how long you do it. Do this 90 fucking times. Guess what? what? That sucks. What if it (laughs) was a creature with claws? And it was going pink, tonk. No, it was like swiping. Like, Well, (laughs) maybe, but these are stab wounds, though. Yeah. Not necessarily like fucking slashes. slashes. And maybe it had knives for fingers. (laughs) Edward Scissorhands. (laughs) So, yeah. uh, So an an author by the name of Magdalene Nabb wrote in her novel, uh, The Monster of Florence, which I actually have that uh, that book. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, Which was a fictional adaptation of the case saw the act as a sign that the killer was impotent. Writing quote: He tries to rape the girl but isn't able to, so he violates her with an olive vine instead. Mm. It's fucked. It's yeah. Fucked. It's fucked. Yeah. So no money was stolen, but it was noted that a few pieces of jewelry were stolen from Stefania. Okay, mm. so that was the girl. That was you know they found outside yep. that was unfortunately not the way you use an olive branch. Did they say the guy was shot? The guy was leaning against the door. Yeah, he was shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Does it, it say like or a, was he stabbed? They just said that they found him um, dead. I can actually look that up real quick. So yeah, I'm just curious if it was the same kind of wounds as the girl. Like, did he have a bunch of stab wounds, or was mm. it a different way? That's a that's a that's a damn good question. You Hi. should be asking Logan, who did the research. It's <laughs> funny as, 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 as I know, he was found dead with a sh- uh, with a bullet wound. You're doing awesome. a great job on this, by the way. It's awesome. Hopefully, you guys out there listening right now, let us know how Logo is doing today. So proud. He's become a man. I know. I'm actually really proud. So, again, no money was stolen, and uh, then Florence officials consider this just a, a random event. Like, somebody did. Because, to be honest, if you think about it, the way the other two died, you've got to, the killer already convicted and in prison, and then this happens, and it's different. Copycat killer. Yeah, but it's different, though. Like, she's been... It's a little different, yeah. She's been yeah. raped with a fucking, t- like, a branch? Like, yeah. Jesus. Because the Queen Bee was just shot in the, in the first case, and then this one, right. shows that they were just both shot and stabbed. And didn't, didn't talk about where or how. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So then seven years go by. All right. So then we go to the night of June 6th, 1981. Oh, that's close to my birthday. Oh, boy. Carmela De Nuccio and uh, Giovanni Fagi. I'm really hoping that's how you say that last name. Fogi Fagi, yeah. Because if not, it's Faggi, and Faggia. I don't think that's right. F- Faggi. I think it's Fagi. They were parked on a dirt road just outside of Florence, known as Scandici, which is close to the popular nightclub, the Anastasia Club. Okay. They're going to freaking hang out They're again. They're going to snort Coke and they're going to get down and like just and boogie. Oogie, like oogie. it's 1985. This is 1981. But it's going to be like 85. Coke was huge back then. No shit. Yeah. Huge. Huge. So they made it a habit to go to this spot alone. Okay. They liked going to this little place outside of Florence by themselves, just like these other guys. Obviously they're young again. They, they want to, you know, get away from their parents, get away from, you know, whatever. I think they want to touch fronts, <laughs> rub fuzzies, <laughs> Connect the dots. Bump uglies. Logan, what does that mean? Do the horizontal mambo. What are we talking about? (laughs) Close the Jesus. (laughs) Take the uh, the sausage boat (laughs) to Tuna Town. That's... (laughs) Ah, No, okay. So, (laughs) the next morning, unfortunately, their bodies were found, and uh, they were both shot and stabbed. Giovanni was found in the driver's seat with half of his clothes on. Okay, again, Giovanni, same as the other one before... What is with the stabbing? Is that like an aggression thing? So, like if you're going to shoot somebody, like they were all shot. So obviously the, the gun is going to kill them regardless. It's is the stabbing like a fuck you. Like you fuck with me it's, kind it's, of thing. It's more personal. That's it's, what I mean. Yeah. It's just like strangulation. So strangulation is way more personal. Uh, you can find of passion. Yeah. Probably. They can walk up and they shoot somebody and it's done and over with. But a lot of times what happens is, is that they'll, these fucking psychos will go and they'll shoot somebody and they'll stab them afterwards. Or they'll so they incapacitate have them sex with, with them after the gun, yeah. and then they—look, well, yeah, they're already dead. The stabbing and then they'll fucking it, sit there. And it's more of a "fuck you." See what I did to you? Yeah, you See, you know. There's there's some people who speculate like it's more of like an angry portion of it, where like just cut clean when you shoot somebody, but when you're stabbing them, it's like a lot of anger goes into it. But when it comes to using a knife, you're carving as well too. Sometimes, and it's so also that's more of like an art, artistic appeal to doing that. But huh. it's also like, um, especially for those jackoffs that fucking get a sexual. Um, release from that. Yeah. Cutting is, it's basically, it's orgasmic to them. Yep. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, weird. What do you, what do you think it? about that, Logan? Um, carving someone. Do you think it's or orgasmic? Getting off to it? Yeah. I mean,. I'm all about a little bite and fight, but not that bad. A little bite and fight. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Once you're married, as long as I have, it's just fight. <laughs> it's just fight. Just kidding. I love you. I'm coming up on my 10 years, man. Are you yeah, really? That's what we're going to be. Well, it's 10 years together. Coming up here soon. That's right. We're going to be in right, Ireland for We're going to Ireland for that. Yeah, it's all awesome. Right. I'm super excited about it. Man, I haven't even been a year yet. Yeah, I know. Damn. Do man, you have those... any advice for me? Um, is she, is she Italian? No. Okay. Then no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no. I just kind of go with the flow. Yeah. 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 Yes. Dear. That's awesome. So, uh, Carmela, which was the, the young girl that was here, she was found 200 feet away from the car with her jeans pulled down and her pubic area had been cut out and taken away. Now, that's some... Yeah, that's next level. have eyes. Like, 90 cuts on somebody, that's, to me, extreme. This is fucking extreme. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Blech. So, ballistics were run on the same gun, a twenty two caliber long rifle, or the, which is what they thought, right? Yeah. They thought um, it was a .22 caliber long rifle. Had, which they thought had been used um, um, for the Winchester bullets, right? Correct, yeah. They the Winchester. These, they have an H embossed on the back of the casing. So, basically, they're finding these casings. Remember, they don't have the gun. Oh, yeah. They're finding these casings, and they can lead it back to figure out that it's a Winchester and .22 long rifle. Ladies and gentlemen, always pick up your brass. Well, always. Again, that's why, which here's, okay. Mm-hmm. Remember earlier, we were talking, it's a 22 caliber. Yeah. This is a fucking rifle. Right. Mm-hmm. So, meaning if it's projecting the um, casing, then it's got to be a semi-auto. Or, or, or a bolt action. could be bolt action. It could be bolt, bolt action. It sure. be bolt yeah. action. It's, it's definitely not. Most like rifles, 22 or around that time were bolt action. Okay. So it's a bolt action rifle. Like, why not just use a 22 revolver where your casings don't come out? That's where I also had a, I you know what I mean? Like, like, you don't, you don't leave anything behind. I get it. You, you use what you have. You know, I get it. It costs money, or bro. You use what you find. Or what you find. Or stole. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Okay. So police were certain that the 1974 murder was not just a one-off and that they may have a maniac on the loose. ha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah. So police also were certain that the killer was strong, seeing as how the woman was not dragged, but instead carried out of the car and down a hill where her body was found. So got a fucking strong motherfucker doing this. Well, how big was the girl? oh well, yeah. Well, regardless, dude, like, have you ever tried to pick up, like, even a, like... I don't want to get into that. You ever picked up like one of your kids? Yeah. Okay. It's heavy. You know what I mean? But a woman, a full grown woman? Yeah. But if the woman was dead too. You're dead weight. That's dead weight. Well, we don't know if she was though. That's the correct, thing. He yeah. could have just fucking. And if that's the case, then she was probably fucking struggling and it's even harder to do. You know? Hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. And we don't know. Again, we don't know how big she was. Oh, yeah. Yet. So police decided to look into a common issue plaguing Florence. Peeping Toms. Apparently this was a big thing back in the day. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Baba the boopy. <laughs> I look it through your window, hey. Well, we know that from uh Marty McFly when his dad was in the tree peeping on his mom. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Take your damn hands off her. Sorry. That was actually pretty good. Thanks. Yeah. So with uh Florence being surrounded by hills, woods, and countryside, just driving less than 20 minutes would find you in a secluded field or a wooded area deprived of witnesses or townsfolk. So at this time yeah, it was a, it wasn't you go outside and it's completely rural. You know what I mean? And it just sounds beautiful to me. Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. not all the killings, obviously. I've seen the pictures and stuff too. Florence is beautiful. Right. So during this time, it was common for many Italians to live at home until they were married, which means that couples didn't really get much privacy or ability to be alone together, which is why they'd go out, you know, to find a Right. Correct. Yeah. To make stinky faces. That's right. Yes. Steam the windows up. That's right. Get a little uh, 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 in there. You know what I mean? A little Trillville. Yeah. You know, did you say Trillville? Yeah. What is that? that? Ever heard Trillville? Uh uh-uh. uh Oh god, I had to show it to you now. Oh boy, it's a it's an old like 90s. Is that on that rap? website? No. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's an old 90s song that it, like the whole beat is just the sound of a bed creaking. Just <laughs> <ee, ee>, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty like amazing. a thing. Yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. Trillville. I'll figure out who sings it. It's pretty amazing. I think the song called Trillville. So basically, you know, bumping uglies here in cars was common, and couples would typically wait for nightfall and go to secluded areas. All right. Yeah, Trillville is the artist. It's called Some Cut is the Song. I had to check that out. Yeah, it's funny. So having a culture like this makes it a little easier for the occasional peeping Tom to have their gross fun. Obviously, Mm -hmm. they literally can just go out into the freaking... If you see a car, you know typically what they're doing. So you're going to... Hold on, hold on. There's the car coming. Hold on. Make it my slipper. Hold on. Bring your binoculars. And you hear... (laughs) (laughs) Most onlookers or peeping Toms went into the woods with just a pair of binoculars. Yes. Although it wasn't uncommon to find the professional peeping Tom. Telescope? Uh, Yeah. camcorder. They would have advanced night vision goggles or cameras so they could take pictures or even film unaware lovers. Huh. Yeah. What? They had night vision back in the 80s. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Night vision was around for yeah. No. Yeah. Early 70s. Really? Yeah. That's news to me. <laughs> so as nasty as this may be, the police thought that the Toms may come in handy to the investigation of the monster of Florence. Of course. Hey, we know you go out there and jerk off the random cars. Did you see anything this night? You know what I mean? Um, I don't jerk off the cars. I bird watch. <laughs> You're jerking off right now. Stop it. <laughs> um, <laughs> World War Two. No way. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know it was that old. So, uh, Night Vision's have been around since World War II? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It had to be so shitty when it first oh, came yeah, out. It was, the, they were was actual used, candles It looks like an, Atari, <laughs> like an Atari game. Yeah. Just like, like, Pong. Like. Hey, light my glasses. I gotta go outside. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> yeah. they were gas-powered. Right, yeah. right, Every time I wear these, I get high as fuck. <laughs> so, hoping that these people may be able to give tips or see something that, you know, could aid in their investigation, obviously. Apparently, it did help as one peeping tom gave some info police had nothing and jumped at the chance to talk to this guy okay oh please tell me you got his name inzo spalletti. splatty, spalletti splatty, Spaletti. that's when i watched the car and i go <laughs> splatty. would you please stop jerking off when you're talking to me <laughs> he was a husband and a father he was taken into custody after seeing two dead bodies in the woods Main reason he was being incarcerated was his unwillingness to divulge any information as to why he just so happened to be in the woods at the time the crime took place and knowing about the crime before it was officially reported. We know what you were doing. Mm -hmm. Just fucking admit who gives a shit. You know what I mean? At this point, you saw it. I don't even know why that's even why even ask him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like someone comes up and oh, I saw these. What were you doing out there? the fuck does that matter <laughs> you know what i mean well i mean a lot of it too is well why were you in that area did you have anything to do with the case like did you have anything oh murder like those he could people? potentially be he a, a suspect like, yeah, okay. or he was the anonymous tipper kind of thing was like hey i just killed two people but oh there was a tip but not anonymously oh. oh by the way another thing about that btk guy you know at one point in time he actually called the police and um confessed over the phone and they didn't believe him so he got pissed off and he ended up killing more people Nice. Yeah. yeah. Dude, the BTK case is just fucking fucked. It's fucked. Anyway, yeah. one of these days, maybe we'll talk about it. So eyewitnesses placed him and his vehicle at the crime scene at the time of the murder, although he denied ever, uh, ever, or any part of being a part of the crime. Okay. So, so they saw his car there, but he's saying, I didn't listen, man. I left. I was out there fucking jerking off. I, you know what I mean? But at that point in time... <laughs> I mean, I guess you could get arrested for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's indecent exposure. Yeah, Pee Wee Herman did. Yeah, but wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Uh, wouldn't you rather be arrested for jerking off? than for potentially killing a couple. Listen, man, I just saw these two people over here in a con. I would dead. think so, but you got to remember the times, right? So his job, yeah. his family, like, and it would everybody ruin him. there was some way, shape or form had some connection to each other as well, too, because there was a smaller community over there. Yeah, know, Florence, I like guess. Imagine it how much, like, look at the, the was it the, the Japanese people? Like when they feel dishonored or whatever, they jump off buildings or commit subuku. Would they fail it's a, at a, something a, in the Harry Curry, right? <clears throat> what? Harikuri. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, you have no, no. idea, right? <laughs> <laughs> It's where you, uh... Yeah, Sabuku. Yeah, we've talked... No, no, no. It says, it's... That's a samurai thing. They... Yeah, that's a doku. No, no, what? No, <laughs> shut the fuck. Anyway. That's Sakuru Hapkido. What? God bless you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now, moving on to Thursday night, October 22nd of 1981. Almost Halloween. You're very astute. Susanna Cambi and Stefano Baldi had parked their vehicle on a country road just outside of Florence. A lot of people getting busy in the woods. And you would think after hearing about the first one, <laughs> you might not do that, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but, you know. Like a baby, I think I'm going to stay home in the night, you know. You know, speaking of this, on a side note, you notice the trend in, like, people hiking getting killed lately? Like, within the, in the within the past year? I think they're just finding them now. I know, but do you notice, like it's, like, it's like every month there's a new hiker gone missing. I know, exercise is lethal, dude don't do it <laughs> seriously. Why do you I'm think just I, saying it's kind of weird. Why I don't work out, man? I don't know. You ever see like the the map of where all the trails and stuff are, and then also see the map of where all the cave systems are? They're all the exact same. And Sasquatch. I was well, going to say hills. Well, no. Eyes, remember, but... and we're going to talk about this too. I want to talk about the uh, the Gabby Petito case and 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 uh, Laundry. Brian La- La- Laundry or whatever the hell his name yeah. is. I, I do want to talk about that, but like they found six bodies just looking for her all across the United States. So that means, again, we've talked about this before, and I'm going to keep reiterating this just because my mind is baffled by this. Like, I wish to God that they'd just be like, we should probably put together a team and just go out there everywhere across the United States. But it's probably super expensive. If only they yeah, perfected night vision. <laughs> Those damn candles. So, um, you know, they, they they were not known for visiting this spot. Okay. And police believe that they stopped on a whim with the sudden urge of intimacy. All right. That, that's uh, Susanna and Stefano we're talking about here bodies were found next morning. Stefano was found outside the car wearing just a shirt and underwear. So he's probably, I'm thinking probably right in the middle of it or getting ready to do his hibbity-dibbity. But this time he's outside the car. Yeah. So maybe he saw somebody coming and tried to run, whatever. Mm-hmm. Susanna had been carried to a spot nearby and her private areas had been horribly disfigured. That's fucking crazy to me. Yeah. Jesus. Nothing was stolen from these victims either. Nothing taken from him. It was just a brutal fucking killing. Like, that's it. This murder is known to this day as an anomaly since it happened on a Thursday, even though the day after Friday was a national labor strike. So have you been paying attention to like the dates and stuff like that? It always happens at night. Always seems to happen on a weekend or the night before a holiday. Mm -hmm. meaning That no one's going to be going out and doing a whole bunch of stuff for work the next morning. Or somebody doesn't have to work the next morning. Or someone doesn't have to work the next morning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I got the day off tomorrow. Well, that rules out the monster. Yeah, it's probably not. Yeah. Because monsters don't work. (laughs) (laughs) That we know of. (laughs) So um, the other crimes also took place in the summer where this was in the fall. Okay. That evening was also a very bright, moonlit night. Okay. Which seems like you probably wouldn't want to do that if, you know, you've seen it sometimes. You walk outside. It's like, holy shit. It's super bright outside. So bright. Officials believe that the murderer acted out as to throw off the police to the investigation. Man, mm. should, I mean, you can see that, mm-hmm. you know, kind of throw a, a, a little a wrench into the mix. Thank you. Yes. That's what actually what I was saying. I was tossing a wrench when you said yeah, that. If you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he knows that one. That's a good one. Who said that? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's like, what oh, I like thought. Like a what the, it's like O'Shaughnessy. What Oh, O'Malley. O'Malley. No. No. Patches no? of hooligan. Patches of hooligan. I know it was yeah. O with that stuff. <laughs> So this anomaly here, this this um, murder, also gave one strong clue to the police that it wasn't available prior to. A size 44, that's European size, yes. or a US size 10 shoe print was found in the mud. Which, okay, I wear uh, about a Ten and a half and 11. Mm-hmm. That's cute. I'm not a. I'm not a big guy. But where were you? In- no, no, no. <laughs> My point is, I'm not a big guy. I don't know if I could pick up a grown-ass woman and move her. You know what I mean? It doesn't sound like a big guy to me. Well, I mean, I think if your adrenaline's going, you'd be surprised. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It just First doesn't kids. sound like a big guy because, I mean. I don't know. Kids can lift cars when they're stuck on their parents and stuff. You ever seen stuff like that? No, those are superheroes. I don't believe in kids. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe in kids. <laughs> well, you have lots of them. I, that's why I don't. <laughs> So the police believe that the culprit was a tall and robust person. Yes. With a, sh- a size 10. I don't know. Whatever. I'm, I mean, I'm, it's Italy, though. Everyone I'm hung there is up. short, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess it's, yeah, well, well it's not freaking Japan. <laughs> I, but, you know. You know. Yeah. So with this new crime happening, they released Enzo from custody. Oh. And Enzo is? The peeping Tom. Right. Splatty. Right. So <laughs> he. Splatty. Aw. <laughs> See, that's his nickname. Hey, here's Splatty coming by again. <laughs> Shut up, guys. I'm, I'm bird watching. <laughs> I'm looking for birds. Look at the warbler. <laughs> it's like every time he walks by, it's like a slug crawling. Look. Oh, look God. <laughs> I hope you guys are eating out there. <laughs> <laughs> so then there's Saturday night, June 19th. A Saturday night again, yeah. which is all right for fighting, right? From 1982. Antonella Migliorini and pa- ah, Paolo oh. Menardi. Very good. Okay, we're parked by some bushes in uh, oh boy, uh, Bacciano, yeah, which Good. is south of Florence. And it, again, if we have any listeners out there who are, are either from Italy or have like you know speak it, <laughs> speak it, or whatever, and if I'm butchering this, please just consider it to be sweet and cute, and, and don't tell us to. He's trying his stop best. giggling. You fuck. (laughs) So, the vehicle was able to be seen clearly from the street, okay, for for Antonella and uh, Paolo here. Right. Uh, Friends of theirs have driven by and seen the two in the car and could clearly identify who was in it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, even though it's at night, you could still see who it was. Correct. Antonella chose this area because it wasn't as private, for fears of running into, of course, the monster of Florence. So it's starting to get out now, mm-hmm. where there people are starting to go. Okay, listen, like we we don't need to go and go to this area, you right. know. But see if you're if you're already one worried about running into said monster, why not just stay at home and do the boogie woogie with the parents? Well, because now? again, when before you were married, you lived with your parents, right? So, you know, you can't do that back then, because first of all, I mean, can't or shouldn't probably couldn't Mm. mom and dad were like, oh, hell no. Yeah, If you (laughs) go out into the woods, you can scream and yell and jump on the car like, yeah, break windows and fucking just devious young dirty stuff. I know. I don't know. I I just sleep (laughs) when I go out there. So (laughs) this particular case could show to be a turning point in the investigation. The monster had shut, uh, shot, Jesus, shot the couple. Okay, right. so they actually shot him, or he shot them. What made things interesting, however, was the shot on Paolo did not kill him right away. Because this is a 22. Well, well, mm. he was able to turn on the vehicle and attempt to drive away. Remember, we said he was outside the vehicle, and he just uh, had his uh, skivvies on, right? Yeah. The car was facing away from the street, so any attempt at fling would have to be uh, done in reverse. It's hard to drive in reverse while being shot at. I mean, it's not, not easy. Not according to Puff Daddy. Oh, jeez. What? <laughs> you didn't get that reference. No. You ever seen the video for Hypnotize? Tori's B I G? Yeah. And he drives the car backwards through like half the video. P Diddy's driving the car and Biggie's in the passenger seat. Oh, boy. We're going to get into Dude, that. There's people out yeah. there that get that reference. Listen, we're going to get into when we, uh, for icons and outlaws, which is coming, people, and I hope you guys are excited. Uh, we're going to get into that whole conspiracy about uh, with Tupac Ooh. and Biggie mm-hmm. and Phoebe and Suge and everything else. Like, it goes a lot deeper than a lot of people think. There's been like movies and stuff that just don't tell it right. It yeah. feels like it's very biased and like t- wants to tell like one particular story without telling everything that encompasses it. And no one ever asks in that time, in that era where vanilla ice was. Hmm. Cause nobody gave a, f- <laughs> cause he was trying to find a job. <laughs> Did you know that we were actually on a label with vanilla ice? You I have the album at home. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. It's anyway, really, yeah. no, I'm sorry. You have the, the album at home. Yeah, um, he got mad at me. Dude, I'm like, oh, every time anyone asks, I'm like, yeah, dude, they signed on with fucking Vanilla Ice and all of them, man. They're great. And Except they, he was a dickhead. <laughs> He's a dick, really. Rob Van Winkle, you well, twat. We met him, and you know, me being me, as soon as I met him, like the minute I walked up and talked to him, I was like, dude, what was it like working with the Ninja Turtles? Because he was in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too. Wait, really? Yeah, he did go ninja, go ninja, go. Yeah, go ninja. And they got up and so, did the whole thing. I was like, that's badass. So I'm yeah. like, what was it like working with the ninja turtles? He looks at me, he's like, really? And chugged his Jägermeister and walked away. Mm. Yeah, was he, like, was, he was he was kind God. of a whatever. So yeah, again, going back to this, it's it's hard to drive in reverse, obviously being shot. It's hard to do anything while you're being shot at. Yes. So the monster here shot the headlights out to avoid any attention. Okay. Paolo unfortunately got the vehicle stuck in a ditch while trying to flee. Okay, so this guy's a marksman. If he's shooting headlights out from a See, distance, that's what I wanted to touch on as well too. So you're in a car, right? You're getting freaky deaky with your girl. Oh or, shit! Or whomever. God, I wish I had okay. that. We, we that. that. Yeah, we need that. Yeah, we got to get that. Yeah, Ooh, go ahead. yeah. <laughs> yeah you so got, anyways, you got to tell it like that. Um. So you're getting freaky deaky in the car. <laughs> Is this how your daughter was born? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> he goes no, no, no. 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 Uh, but anyway, so if you're if you're getting busy in the car, right? Yes, and. You know, it's going to be moving up and down. Possibly. Shocks or maybe and you're just getting ready to, you know, go up and down and your head pops up and all of a sudden you just get shot in the head and you die, right? What is your first reaction to just lay there and freak out while the other person just walks up and shoots you while you're, you know, laying You mean down? the other person? Yes. Okay. Or I'm pretty sure they'd be in shock. would you try to get out of the car and run? No, I think they would be in shock usually so for at least a good minute. But I, I think it also has to do, like... Because first of all, nobody ever feels they're ever going to be in that situation. Well, yeah, right. So no one can ever dictate how anyone's ever going to feel in that Unless situation. Unless you're John Wick, right? Don't or don't, Chuck Norris. Don't fuck with his dog, right? <laughs> so what I'm saying is, is like if if you were, and how fast is this? Like, is he a quick shot, right? Or is he up there with the freaking rifle and boom, and then reaches in? You know, we we don't know right. the ins and outs of that. You know, nobody does. That's the whole problem with this. It's just so. Yeah, ah, there's so many, like, open ends to this. And that's why it's such a... I mean, it, dude, it's been fucking uh, 40 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. So neither of the victims were stabbed, nor were there any ritualistic disfigurements of Antonella. In other words, he didn't try to cut her hoo-ha out. Mainly because the monster most likely had to flee from the disruptive scene, plus it was a rather busy area, which makes sense. You made a bunch of noise. You're You're shooting out the fucking headlights. Right. So it's not just one shot or two shots and 22s aren't very loud, but they're they're still loud enough. Right. And they're on the outskirts, not in the woods. They're on the outskirts. Right. So he's probably freaking the fuck out right now because things just did not work out. Exactly. So very shortly after the incident, another vehicle passed by. Assuming the vehicle was stuck, they actually got out to help. They found the bloodbath and immediately called for an ambulance and police. Paulo was still breathing when he uh when help arrived and drove him to the hospital where unfortunately he died shortly after from his wounds. All right? So it, it just sucks that he didn't get anything out, you know? So the prosecutor who was investigating the case at the time, uh Silvia Della Monica, a great name. Mm-hmm. Oof. That name sounds sexy, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. One more time. Silvia Della Monica. <laughs> you, you're glaring at me. Like, uh, no. <laughs> Logan, Logan's over here giving me the eyes. They're both looking at each other. And, uh, yeah, like, huh? That name was like instant. Yeah. Mm. Well, um, she just tried, uh, decided to try and create a trap for the monster. Oh, this could have been a guy, for all I know. It's Sylvia. I don't know. It just sounds like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a pretty f- name. It's a female. It is a female? It's a female. <laughs> An assassin? Uh, it's a female. Well, she had the newspapers print off saying that Paolo was able to say some words about um, what happened before he passed away. Clever, girl. Yeah, that's pretty smart. Clever, girl. Hoping to make the monster second guess everything or at the very least make a mistake, Mm. which to me, I feel like he already did. I feel like that was the mistake, you know, because now he's on edge and he's like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Unless he wants to be caught. Which That's a I, lot of a lot of them I feel like they do. Hmm. But it's also about the the recognition. You know what I mean? Yeah. They they want to be able to it's like again going back to BTK. He was sending letters and stuff. Uh, Zodiac was sending letters for, uh um a son of Sam sending letters trying to say all this different shit because they want it to be written in the paper so people talk about them. Mm-hmm. That's what it is, it's notoriety. Bunch of fucking jackasses. Oh yeah, soon to come. <laughs> so shortly after the incident at Bacciano. And inv- uh, inv- Damn it, my dad. My dad calls them envelopes, and I almost said that. <laughs> nice. An envelope arrived at the Carabinari police station in uh, Florence. Okay. The contents of the envelope here were uh, newspaper clippings with an article dating back to the uh, to the 1968 killing of the two lovers that were shot by the alleged mm. jealous husband, Stefano Mele. Mm. Remember the first one? Yes. Oh. And written on top of the clipping was the statement, quote, why don't you take another look at this case? Ooh. Yeah, so somebody's fucking with the cops now. Oh boy! Yeah, little little, want to get some recognition out there. Which is so similar to Zodiac. Oh, is it very? Which we're going to talk about in our bonus. Oh, boss. But also with the Son of Sam murders, it's extremely. Okay, Mm -hmm. so the spent casings of the the bullets that were fired in 1968 were still archived. Okay, ballistic tax, uh, ballistics. Ah, ballistics tests were ran and uh, they proved that the same gun had been used that day and with the other cases with similar incidents. Okay, so right now, we know all those shell casings line up. Yep. It's all uh, from the same gun. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. even or more, at least the same ammunition. Cowardown. Yeah. Right. So the bullets were the same type and were to have been from the same box of ammunition as well. So they were able to track down and make, make it known that those bullets were all made and shot And we're all from the exact same fucking crazy ammo. Yeah. No, I mean, if you think about it, like they all, when they come off the uh, production line, they're all, they all have this itty bitty little, and it's almost, you can't I know what you're talking about. It's that little stamp. So if you look at the back of a casing right near the, uh, where the firing um, pin is, not firing pin, the the, the the primer cartridge. Thank you. Right there. There's a little thing in there that tells where it came from. I know, but this is the eighties. No, so you know what I mean. It's not yeah. 1922. It's even the then, they, even then they did it back in the early 1900s. Still crazy. It's kind of hard to put it on a ball, though. So like eighteen hundreds and prior didn't have cannonballs. <laughs> it just had a smiley face on it. <laughs> we know who this came from. On there, it's a return from return <laughs> address. Can I get this back? <laughs> All right. So the man that killed the first couple was still in prison, right? So mm-hmm. how could this? How could this have happened if that guy did this? How is the same box of ammo and it, it's still killing people? He was a patsy. Oh. Ah. Well, remember, he dropped the gun. At the time of the crime, supposedly, right? Yep, allegedly. Remember, he said, yeah, I was out there. They found it on his gloves. I dropped the gun. And since officials had no other leads, they decided to look into the Sardinian brothers who melee accused of being accomplices. Oh. Yeah. Oh. By Sardinian, we're talking about the Vinci's. The Vinci's. Yeah. Uh, he's not taking not, them all down with them. Not. Right. The Vinci. Just da Vinci. the Vinci's. The Vinci's. The Vinci's. The Vinci's. Right. Like Vini Vinci, Vinci. Right? No, that's not even right. No, that's Vini. That's I came, I saw, I conquered. Vinci's their last. Anyway, so Giovanni <laughs> Salvatore and Francesco Vinci, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's The brothers who his supposed wife, Melee's wife, was sleeping around with with the first killing, making website videos. Correct. Salvatore and Francesco being the two more likely suspe- uh, suspects due to connections with Melee and past crimes. Remember, they were petty criminals. Yep. Shortly after the last killings in Bacciano, Francesco's car was found in the south of Tuscany, hidden in the woods. Does it say what kind of car it is? It does not. Damn it. It's an Italian car. It's probably like a Peugeot or something. I want to know if it's like a big boat, like a Cadillac. No, actually, I looked at the videos and there's like all the little Pinto. You ain't having no Cadillacs over there. They're like tiny ass cars, like super like, not even like Yugo's little. Yeah. Yeah. They're small, like two seaters. Which makes it harder to believe that you're bumping uglies in there. With the kid with the key underneath. Remember, they're, they're small people. <laughs> <laughs> you got me on that one. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. I'm married to a Sicilian. I could say whatever I want. She's five foot two. All right, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Francesco was then taken boobs. into custody. Oh, damn it. Fuck, dude. We were doing so good. <laughs> Francesco, if you guys are new here and you don't know the whole boobs thing, and my wife doesn't listen very often because she can't really stomach the topics we talk about, but every time she does happen to like walk by or hear it, somebody mentions the word boobs. Yeah. And Kevin, like it's, usually, three or four times it's usually Jeff. So, yeah. boobs. Yeah, there it is. So, Francesco was taken into custody on suspicion of being the monster of Florence, right? But, of course, mm. he was. One year later, with uh, Francesco behind bars here, all right? Okay, you get me? Yeah. September 9th, 1983, in Galuzzo, which is a residential area of Flor- uh, Florence, two German tourists... Yeah, good luck. Uh, <laughs> Uwe Rush and Horst Meyer. Oh, okay. We're just hanging out in their uh, VW camper. Okay. Jackson, Jackson. Oh, yeah. it's a camper now. Yeah. One man and a quick look could have be, uh, been mistaken for a woman. Okay. So so the dude looks like a lady. These are two guys. Aerosmith. Yeah, these are two guys. Oh, see that? He got that. He did get that one. So these are two guys. He's a singer. By looking, oh, my God. <laughs> <Swear to> God. <laughs> you don't know it, do you? Uh, he's got the big mouth. <laughs> uh, what the <laughs> hell? It. Steven Tyler. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> So what they're saying here is that <laughs> upon first look, if you're that guy, the monster here, and you happen to look over, it could look like a man and a woman. And there's pictures and stuff too that we're going to post up, um, but they're, I mean, they're they're blonde so hair, long hair, longer blonde hair, a little bit more of a, a a slimmer build. Which was also rare for the 80s too. What? I mean, no. They're German. Long hair? Long hair was huge in the 80s. You got to remember that's when... For um, dudes? they're driving No, in they all had mullets camera. and like spiky no, hair with the long hair in the back. That is dude. when freaking like... Uh, uh, do you call it cock rock was out it was huge that's everywhere you're talking aerosmith banjo big hair yeah
1: absolutely maybe
0: you're right with that i didn't think about big hair oh yeah it was i wasn't into big hair oh yeah i didn't have hair so (laughs) shots were fired from outside (laughs) the van through the window and uh, had shattered the glass but none of it fell on the ground okay the killer had to reposition due to the lack of visibility in the van so basically when the shot hit the window of the big VW van. Uh-huh. It just splintered. So it you couldn't see through. Aha. Uh-huh, he okay. couldn't see where he was shooting. Correct. So he had to fix where he was, how he was doing this. He continued firing, but on the other side of the window. Okay. Since first the window was shattered here. Okay. The killer then entered the vehicle to finish the job. Remember, this is like a camper van. But found that he had killed the two men. Men. And therefore could not do the ritualistic disfigurement they had previously done on other women. So he thought he was killing a man and a woman. Thought he was going to go in there and do his crazy uh, shit. And guess what? It's it's two dudes. Yep. You know, one piece of evidence officials gained from this incident was the rough guesstimate of the killer's height. So the first shot, he killed them both with one shot. Uh, no, 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 no. I mean, that's what. It's no, saying. it says shots fired yeah, he from shot outside, multiple times, multiple times. Okay, but and he only it shot hits. through that one. Like, what of the glass. fuck kind of magic twenty two does this guy got? He's just really good. It's the same. He's one got he the one that JFK. JFK. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing. Yeah, that wasn't a twenty two. Yeah, yeah. No. no, that was a military issued government rifle. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, no, it was. Uh-huh. It was for sure. <laughs> we all know how that. <laughs> well, yeah, whatever. By the way, another one I can't wait to talk about for icons and outlaws is uh, it, it, we we have to kind of get into it. Um, is going to be like Marilyn Monroe. Either that or it'll be an episode for us. Okay. For Here on the Train. Um, I guess, oh, yeah, she wouldn't really fit in that. You want to cover Happy Birthday, Mr. President? Do it. I <laughs> mean, we can. Happy Birthday. <laughs> To you. <laughs> don't look at me when you do that. <laughs> Happy birthday. This is how you were made. So yeah. He's like, I, oh, I don't man. really want to think my mom was listening to that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So they again, they 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 thought they had an idea on how tall this guy was now. Okay, wait. wait. So he walks in and he knows there's he knows there's two guys. Right. But that's where it ends. Mm-hmm. That's all we yeah. have. Yeah. for that. Yeah, as part. far as far as they know. Okay. okay. This is what they're kind of piecing together. <laughs> okay. So the van was taller than a car, right? Mm -hmm. The bullet entry point gave clear idea on the height of the killer at at least 80 centimeters or five foot, 10 inches tall. Oh, my God. Is this me? <laughs> like, oh my god, where was I in 1981? Well, no, how did they figure that though? I and mean, what if he's on a hill or in a tree or, th- or laying down? That's or what I was trying to look into as well is like where could they have positioned the person who was shooting into it? Yeah, but then there's speculation that it was either a 22 long rifle or it was a 22 caliber pistol and he ran up on the window and shot through. Like, there was a lot of speculation on what they used, huh. but, but we already know it's a long rifle because we, of the casing correct? But yeah. now they're 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 For certain, it was a long rifle that shot through at least the last two or three cases in here. Hmm. so that's where i was thinking too and i try looking it for all that all they showed were just pictures of the aftermath of the vehicle i, I guess it. we're just gonna have to go to italy uh so patreon yeah <laughs> fork it up <laughs> paypal.com that's we uh, gotta know what happens yeah so. the midnight train podcast at we're, gmail.com we're if going you would like italy. to send us money to go to italy and we, we'll figure it out yeah so remember francesco one of the the vinci brothers mm-hmm. well he gets released oh yeah well because if he's in jail for the killings and there's a killing he couldn't have done it from jail, right? Yeah. Right? Do they get paid back for that? I know they do nowadays, but don't they get like a reprimation? Well, every for being country has the, different laws. Yeah, everything's different. I don't know. Italy probably not. They're They're like not. here's a pasta. <laughs> I'll go on about your way. Well, they <laughs> were probably <laughs> in a nice. Cell You're too. like a me, boss? Huh? Yeah. We're, we're sorry. <laughs> Hold on, forget your marinara. You gotta make it your own sauce. Don't <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> go cost Yeah. So, however, his brother Salvatore was brought in now. Mm. Well, because if one of them's out or one of them's in, there could be potential that his brother, who's also a kind of a turd, may have done this, right? Hmm. right. So Mele's brother Giovanni and his brother-in-law Piero Mucerini were also brought in for questioning due to the inconsistent ramblings of Mele during his confession and their names were mentioned. So remember, Mele is a little, he's a little slow. Correct. And so he confessed, didn't confess, confessed, you know, redacted. Dropped a d- bunch d- of different yeah, names. Yeah, like he's, whatever. So it was believed that due to Melee's wife's promiscuous nature and also changing lovers on a weekly basis, that officials thought that Melee and Mucharini, well, and the Mucciarini family were embarrassed by this and thought she would tarnish their family's name. So they wanted her out of the picture. Okay, so now I mean, they're suspects. Could be. Hmm. Because remember, but so what's happening right now is you've got all these murders of these couples, whether they were, you know, dudes that were accidentally thought to be whatever. And the cops right now have no fucking clue. Yeah, literally nothing. To this day, they still have literally nothing. Yeah, and that's the thing about... Remember, we do unsolved stuff here, folks. So if you guys are wondering, oh, I wonder who did it. We don't know. (laughs) Oh, I know. Oh, we know. Oh, 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 we know. I'll get to it at the end. Okay. It was dead. So, (laughs) So Sunday, July 29th, 1984 now, Pia Rontini and Claudio Stefanacci, okay parked in a usual spot in a wooded area near Florence. Oh, boy. Like everybody seems to do. Mm -hmm. Both were shot and stabbed to death. Pia's body was dragged this time to a nearby area and the killer performed the disgusting ritualistic disfigurement on Pia. That's the part that gets me. Like the rest of it, the rest of it sucks and it's horrible. Yeah. But going that, extra that extra mile like you're trying to you're trying to not only you're you you're 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 stating something by killing a couple or anybody for that matter but to go the extra step to pull them out of the car or pick them up and carry them or whatever have you and then carve out their insides and not just the your insides but the, the the love making insides, right and then, yeah, I almost feel like there's a hatred for sex going and then on here, keeping or these. for women in general. Or well, something. they said he was impotent and had to use the olive. Yeah, so possibly. maybe it's a guy that just kept getting like laughed at and oh. had bad experiences, and he snapped. It's or... a little dude with little dick, right? Oh, it is me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. Wow. I can't. Wow. 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 wow! 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 That's good. So, wow. unfortunately, though, this time the asshole actually cut Pia's left breast off hmm yeah Went an extra step yeah maybe he's building uh, a person yeah Frankenstein yeah uh-huh. a, a, a big vagina freaking Frankenstein where was Mary Shelley oh she was long dead yeah she's long dead so the killer left behind some clues this time a handprint on top of the car mm-hmm. uh-oh. which is pretty awesome investigators believe the killer was right-handed and steadied himself atop the car with his left hand Knee marks were found on the side of the car, confirming the height of the killer to be around uh, one, what is it, 180, 185 meters tall or five, nine to six, one. So probably around 5'10, roughly. Yeah. All right, I'm six foot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So because this all happened while the Sardinian brothers, again, the, the Vinci brothers, I love how I keep saying Sardinian. Like it, it's confusing me. It's the Vinci brothers. They're, the Vinci. They're, f- Sardin- they're from Sardinia. Um, they were still in custody, so they released them. Right. Okay, so another one. It's like, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> Do you imagine they're just like sitting in those cells forever and the guy comes up, he's like, hey. <laughs> or no, wait, wait. Hey, uh, it's a lucky day. You get to go free. No. 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 I, I don't think Mario was the. Uh, no, it was more, more like. like the, you know, let me redo that. Like let, me redo redo that. let me redo that. You take okay, it back? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Ready. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Hey, it's your lucky day. <laughs> you get to leave. But Turns out you're innocent. Sounds boring. Well, that's what haunted house wants, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> so, uh, fuck you. Uh, anyway, um, so the next one here, Sunday, September eighth, nineteen eighty five, in a town uh, right outside of Florence, Nadine uh, Moriat and Jean uh, Jean Michel Grevech. Oh damn, I was doing so good. Uh, Grevech <laughs> Vili. Hmm. Krav- Kravichvili, Kravitchvi- Oh, my God. <laughs> just make up a name for it. Hold me. on. It's K-R- K-R-A-V-E-C-H-V-I-L-I. K- uh, Kravichvili. Yeah, no, it's hey. Crotch Belly. And it's, <laughs> not cr- it's not Crotch Belly. No. Kravichvili. Okay, I got it. So it's uh, Jean-Michael Uh They took um, privacy a step forward here. Alright. They actually pitched, um, they, they set up a tent near their car just off the main road in a clearing behind the trees. Mm-hmm. So, not sure what the Behind that was in the past. Well, in the past, getting shot in cars. So you know, why don't we just pitch a tent next to the car? They're not going to see us. <laughs> yeah, I don't that know. That is a legit. Yeah, I mean, maybe theory. Yeah. So the, this couple was actually French, and uh, the, of course, the uh, apparently the last few couples were foreign because yeah. the, the, the yeah, German the brothers, German brothers the German brothers, yeah, friends or were friends. Yeah. So most likely, Florence residents didn't want to venture into isolated areas any longer. Foreign tourists, remember, that's where they get most of their money there, mm-hmm. wanted to do so even though the city posted signs everywhere to not be alone in isolated areas. Yeah, that's a big thing. <laughs> don't now. go here, kill us. Yeah. Well, I mean, at this time, can you imagine being a tourist at the time when, like, there's a fucking serial killer around oh, loose? Can I just want to go to that area, though? Oh, not me. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, Jean, Would you go? Oh, hell yeah. Would you? Really? No. By myself, I wouldn't have someone else with me. Would you know. take a gun with you? Well, duh. Okay. <laughs> Guns, want a to make knives, sure. bulletproof vest. Fuck yeah! You gotta go How out about there. some night vision goggles? No, see, my candles. I wouldn't be able to put those on the plane. Nice, yeah. But the gun, you can. Classic three D printing. Okay, hey, you're in Italy. You can find some. So Jean here was a young and strong man who was a trained sprinter. The killer opened up the tent, and, and this sounds like a fucking bad '80s horror movie. <laughs> opened up the tent, and Jean was able to break free and run away with only being shot in the arm. So now we've got somebody who may potentially be able to give us some, you know, insight on who this was. Mm -hmm. Jean ran the wrong way. And instead of going to the street for help, he ran deeper into the woods. This is a a a fucking 80 slasher movie. The killer caught up with Jean and finished him off. Then went back to the tent to finish his ritualistic disfigurement on Nadine. Jesus. Ain't that some shit, dude. Motherfucker. Like your whole entire life. And then you like, you, you get away in that moment with just, you know, an arm shot. And you trip and fall and, and break your leg. Yeah, and you find out you went the wrong way. Like, isn't that like just the irony of life? Like, oh, you went the wrong way. You're dead. Yeah. There you go. Oh, my God. <laughs> so the next day, Sylvia Della Monica, that beautiful name that we love. Mm-hmm. Well, she received another envelope. It looked like a ransom letter with the letters all different shapes and sizes. You know how they do that where they cut out fucking letters. So yeah, you can't trace you it From it the back. newspaper magazines. Yeah. Yeah. The spelling area with Republica spelled with one B, perhaps uneducated. You know, the, the killer may be uneducated and didn't know a uh, common Italian spelling possible right or maybe he was just in a hurry you know he still got his point across whatever or maybe he was trying to make a point yeah. yeah and the contents had no letter but a sliver uh, a sliver of nadine's breast was found inside the fucking envelope mm-hmm. oh boy that's fucked yeah he's, he's like Ugh. hey guess what here is this that is just that is fucking horrible so officials thought that this was a uh, a warning of more and worse crimes to come. Okay. And plus, I mean, you've got a guy who's literally getting away with some of the most dastardly shit. Right. The French couple were the last victims of the 22 caliber killer, though. Okay. So perhaps this was just a sign off from the killer. Maybe the killer was like, all right, listen, I'm done now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe he's like whatever, or maybe he moved. Yeah. Okay. Oh, or maybe yeah. They caught him for something else, and we'll talk about that kind of stuff. So, let's talk about the lead suspect here. In 1985, right after the incident with the French tourists, police received an anonymous letter telling them to look into a man named Pietro Paciani. Okay, Pietro was known for being abusive and violent. Fun. Mm-hmm. Investigators decided to use a new tool at the time of the letter: the personal computer. Get out of here. It was probably like bigger than this fucking table. Yeah. At the time. Dude. But yeah. And uh, this, uh, they made a list of all people who had been convicted of a sexual crime and was released from prison during the years of the murders. Pietro was one of few names on a very short list. Isn't that the name of Wanda's brother? Yeah, Pietro. Yeah, yeah. Good job. Yeah, that's his first name, though. Yeah, Maximoff. It's Quicksilver, though, right? That's this guy's first name. I know, but he's Quicksilver, right? Yes. Yeah, that's why I thought. Yeah. Yes. So, looking into uh, Pietro's past, they found that he had stabbed a man to death in 1951. He also saw his girlfriend at the time going off with another man, followed them right uh, them, followed them. And right when they were going to get intimate, as in, you know, rub those fuzzies, mm-hmm. he jumped out and killed the man forced. He also forced his girlfriend to have sex with him next to the dead man's body. Oh, yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. He then stole the man's wallet and he was convicted for 13 years. Was it a chain wallet? <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't do I don't know. Pietro was a farm worker his entire life and was uneducated. He was known to have a short fuse, obviously. Mm. Pietro's uh, daughters testified against him in court and said that not only did he rape and abuse them and their mother, but were also fed dog food to save money. Oh, boy. What the fuck? Real turd. Ugh. And he was known to be a peeping Tom. Oh. Yeah. He was a self-taught artist and poet. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he was. Self-taught, yeah. self-taught artist taught, and yeah. poet. Nice. Yeah. And uh, basically his rage and artistic ability gave investigators a reason to believe he could be the monster of Florence. Okay. Seems a little thin to me, it but very thin. it's possible. Well, that's the only wackadoodle they got right now at this point. Right. Yeah. And he was actually convicted of uh, the, with well, convicted with the few circumstantial pieces of evidence in 1994. Mm-hmm. Went to appeals court and it was overturned And was freed in 1996. Oh. So that's the problem when you go with just circumstantial evidence. If you don't have any concrete, uh, uh, definitive evidence, we talk about this all the time. time. Yeah, it's all it takes is one person, the jury, to be like, wait, that doesn't sound right. What if you kill your wife and her boyfriend and stab them with an isotoner glove? Can you get away with that? I, I I can't say or not say. What My, if you had Johnny Cochran as your lawyer? Could you get away with murder? Oh, for like, sure. With oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. The, absolutely. The Kardashian's dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you had yeah. him in your court, oh, think yeah. you, could, you could get away with murder. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Sure. oh yeah. So you could literally stab your wife. Hold on. And, and her, her secret it. lover. Real quick. I, did, I just want to ask real fast. Do you think OJ did it? Fuck Yeah. Are okay. you kidding me? Do you know enough about it? You don't think <laughs> I, I, it? I well, know enough, but no, I don't think it I'm going to take that back. I have a theory. Well, it's a theory that's... Sounds like another bonus. Okay. But I think... Save it. I think he's covering for someone in his family. I don't know. I'm intrigued. I think Seth MacFarlane kind of got it right on the head. It was Peter Griffin who went in there and was like, oh, shit. He was like... (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) All right. So a second trial was held based on the testimony of witnesses that the prosecution brought up in court just before Pietro's initial conviction were to be overturned. Witnesses from where? The beeping times? Yes. Okay. So, witnesses were at multiple crimes. The witnesses included a prostitute, Gabriella uh, Girbelli. I, I guess it's her name, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, her keeper, Norberto Keeper. Oh, my <laughs> God. Her keeper. You mean her pimp? That, is they didn't, pimp? They didn't say pimp. They said keeper. That's Italian. That's for a pimp. pimp. That, That's yeah. a pimp. Yeah. His name is Norberto Galli and a friend of Pietro's Giancarlo Lotti. Okay. According to Gabriella and Norberto, the car of Lotti was found parked near the scene of the attack in 1985. Lottie was investigated further. They tapped his phone and he confessed to being present at some of the crimes. Mm. Mm. Lottie said it was Pietro that shot the victims and a friend of Pietro that used the knife. So now we're saying there's two guys doing this. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the friend was Mario Vanni. Lottie's role was as a lookout. So technically, there's three then, right? Mm -hmm. So there's... There's Vani, Lottie, and Pietro. Right. Pietro shot them. Uh, the friend, Mario Vani, stabbed them, mm-hmm. and Lottie was the lookout. How right. do you end up being a lookout, by the way? you <sighs> tall? Because you're like, a, if we're sitting here, the three of us, and I'm like, okay, we're going to kill somebody tonight. Mm-hmm. John, you're, you're going to help me. And Logan, you're going to be the lookout. Would you be like, uh, I don't want to be the killer. I don't want to no, be the lookout? I, I'll, be, I'll be able to look home. I got a deep bellowing voice, you know? I know that I'm just. I'm curious what goes through these people's heads. So like, you first, know what I mean. Hoo. It, immediately, the second I hear, okay, so we're gonna kill someone. <laughs> out! <laughs> I'm out. I'm no, out. Well, I mean, let's let's go beyond that though. Let's just say you're you're these guys, right? Okay. And obviously, they got something to prove. They got aggression to get out, and they're they're wanting the or maybe they just don't like the guy. You know. There is nothing about that that makes any sense whatsoever but I'm just saying three people are not going to go on some weird ass spree killing, doing something like this. There's no fucking way because you've got three loose ends. That's true. You know what I mean? That's not going to happen. These are crimes that, especially the whole tearing out the vagina and stuff like that. Those are above and beyond. You're trying to tell me that three people can get together and go, yeah, that's cool, dude. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Cut her, cut her, crutch out. You know what I mean? mean? What if it was like a cult thing? so once <laughs> once pressured by the police, Lottie confessed to shooting the van with the German men inside you know the ones where they thought it was a, a woman mm-hmm. this led to Lottie and Mario's conviction and were sent to jail because of these two there was to be another trial for Pietro. Well unfortunately Pietro died of a heart attack in 1998. Oh lucky yeah Lottie was not deemed a valuable enough witness to be uh by many because he was an alcoholic living in a halfway house at the time. He was believed, well, it was believed that he only confessed to receive recognition to um, improve his living conditions, which I, there's a lot of people that do that. Oh, yeah. They confess because they're living on the fucking streets and, you know, you get three hots and a cop by going to jail, you know? Yeah, now you get so, Wi-Fi and Netflix. Well, not back then. You didn't. I mean, you don't get Netflix. Yeah, I don't even think, they, was the internet around? 1998? They give them something, though, it, don't they? I think it just came out. Huh? Yeah. They're allowed to watch TV in prison, aren't they? Uh, uh, depends. Yeah. Well, it depends on your, depends on your class. Yeah, your level. Yeah. By going to prison, he would get again those three meals a day and a warm roof over his, head, over his head. So even though Lottie and Mario were convicted, the they were they weren't convicted on the whole case as a whole. Just the last murder. They were just convicted on that last case. So technically, the monster of Florence is still at large. And now, boys and girls, it's your favorite part of the show: the movie review. Which I'll make my cut. Ta-da. (gasps) Ta-da. First of all, I just want to say good job, dude. That oh. was good. I wish yeah, it dude, good. Great I wish job. could add added more. I literally spent like probably 20 hours on doing this research. Great and job. And I, there's just, there's so much speculation that I didn't want to put a whole bunch of circumstantial. No, I in. love it. I love it. And we're going to talk uh, in the bonus. We're going to talk about the possible connection with the uh, Zodiac killer <laughs> or if there is or not one anyway, mm-hmm. what do we got today for the movies, Jeffrey? So these are the most popular feature films tagged with the keyword sexual murder oh my god i feel dirty already <laughs> i know right i don't even want this on my yeah. phone right now <laughs> <laughs> we're on a list yeah, right right all right so what do we got here okay so imdb okay our favorite place all right number 10 is the killing of america 1981 is that like a rage against the machine song that was good i like that yeah i mean that's what it sounds like 7.6 on the richter scale a documentary of The Decline of America. It features footage most exclusive to this film from race riots to serial killers and much, much more. I, it, it sounds familiar from 81, though. No, I've never seen it. So this. it's a documentary. There's like, you know, it's there's no actors in it. I was like five. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I'm watching that at five yeah, years old. 7.6 is pretty high. for. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's number 10. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Number nine. Number nine. 1999's Forbidden Sin. Ooh. Shannon Tweed stars as the divorced. Defense oh, shit. Attorney. Okay. Who's Shannon Tweed? Shannon Tweed was like an 80s, like. Kind of like a subpar B chick, but she always showed her boobs and everything. Yeah. I said boobs. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) But she did. Yeah. So she's a divorced defense attorney who gets caught in a passionate love affair with an accused murderer. Oh. That is a (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 4.2. Why'd you laugh? (laughs) This is funny. It's 4.2. I'm trying to see who else is in this here. Uh, Directed by Robert Angelo. No, nobody else. Kristen Pierce. Yeah. No, I haven't. Corbin Timbrook. Miles O'Brien. Oh, you know him. That's old Man O'Brien's boy. Okay. Yeah. Number eight. Yeah. Born for Hell. Ooh. 1976. Drama Thriller. That's the year I was born. Don't think I saw that either. Oh my God. 5.2 on the Richter scale. Okay. A disturbed American war veteran arrives in Belfast during the Northern Ireland conflicts and proceeds to terrorize a household of female nursing students. Uh, oh, you mean wait a minute. That's kind of like uh Bundy. Bunny did so that whole he did. thing. Well, he went to a dorm, ended up killing a bunch of people and shit. Huh. Yikes. Um, a lot of names I can't pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Carrel, <laughs> Deborah Yeah, keep going. Yeah, yeah. Number seven. Okay. Cairo Station. Okay. It's a 1958 film. so he's just getting older? I, I guess. All right. 7.6 uh, stars. Got a lot of votes on it, too. Yeah. Wow. A newspaper salesman at the train station in Cairo develops an unhealthy obsession with a woman who sells refreshments. (laughs) I really like your pop. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Do you have any of those little bottles of shampoo? (laughs) 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 He's got uh, got Farid Shawaki. Yeah, you're not. No, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, Keep going. Number six, the witch who came from sea. Who came from the sea. I yeah. think I've heard of this. The witch who came from the sea. 1976. There was a witch who came from the sea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've heard the pineapple under the yeah, sea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 5.7 stars. A disturbed woman is haunted by memories of a childhood abuse, which culminates in a murder spree. Ooh. Anyone good in there? Millie Perkins. Lonnie Chapman. Vanessa Brown. Nope. Don't know any of those. Yeah, these are some odd ones here. Yeah. Number five. Okay. A strange vice of... Mrs. Ward. (laughs) Mrs. Ward. Ward. Yeah. The H is silent. Yeah. It's a 7.0. It's a 1971. Uh An ambassador's wife discovers that one of the men in her life, either her husband, an ex-lover, or her current lover, may be a vicious serial killer. Uh Sounds a lot like this story. Hmm. Oh, dude, it's directed by Sergio Martino. And that is, uh, I don't know. Okay,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like just was making, making an observation. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know,
0: I don't. Know, I have no idea. Moody's probably like, dude, I know him. Yeah, right. Yeah. Number ten is ten to midnight. Number four. Number four. Yeah, yeah there that's you go. A little. Yeah. <laughs> number four is ten to midnight, nineteen eighty-three. Charles Bronson, baby. Oh God, remember him? Oh yeah. What? An LAPD detective and his rookie partner are on the trail of a psychopathic young man who is murdering young women. Ooh. 10 and that was Nineteen eighty-three. Yeah, He was like the, the hero of the 80s. The well, early he, 80s. He did, uh, what were the, the fucking movies he did? What the, the, was that show. Ah, he was on the show too, wasn't he? No, no. Charles Bronson was a movie um, movie star and he did, uh, they just remade it with uh, Bruce Willis. Um, did they Really? Yeah, where he was, it's like all just revenge killings. And I, damn it, I can't remember. Uh, it's a newer movie that he just did uh, recently. Mm. Ah, I can't think of it. I'll think of it. Anyway, go ahead. All right, number three. Uh-huh. then fatal. Oh, yeah, this is a good one. I have seen, seen this one. Seen this. Oh, yeah. It's uh, 2002. Uh-huh. Uh, 6.2 stars. Yeah. A woman tries to straighten out her life. Even as her past, a con woman comes back to haunt her. Yeah, buddy. Brian De Palma is the director. Yeah, it's got Antonio Banderas. Oh, it does. Puss in Boots. (laughs) What's in the guitar case? (laughs) A guitar. A guitar. I'm looking for a man named Bucho. It's great. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good movie. Femme Fatale is pretty good. (laughs) Number two, The Last House on the Left. I've heard of this. This is the original. They actually remade this recently. And this movie was fucked. This is Wes Craven's first movie. It was not the remake with uh, Jennifer Lawrence.
1: I don't think so. Was it, was it her? I don't think so. No, no, no. It may
0: have been. The new one? But this is one of those movies that like fucking fucked people up when they first saw it. Two teenage girls heading to a rock concert for one's birthday tried to score Marijuana in the city. They are kidnapped and brutalized by a gang of psychopathic convicts. Yeah. What was the new one? Uh, the new one. Who's with, in it? Uh, I think it's Tony it. Goldwyn, Monica Potter, Garrett Dillahunt. Monica Potter is the person I was thinking of. I don't know why I said Jennifer Lawrence. Um, And then Spencer Treat Clark, Martha, Ma- Matt. I don't even know. How Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody. Yeah. It's uh, the last house on the left. You guys, if you guys have seen the new one, they, they go out and then the girl gets like her one friend gets like brutally murdered and then she kind of like does a revenge thing on him or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. The the main guy in that is uh, fucking um, Tim, Tom, Steve, Lou. Wait, where? I see the video, the video? I'm looking at the video. Oh, yeah. Uh, what the <laughs> hell is his name? Let me see. It's uh, is that Tony Goldwyn? No. Is it? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like him. Number one. Number one. Derek one, one, one. Dillahunt. Derek oh. Dillahunt. Dar- Dar- yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Realm of the Senses. Never heard of this one. 1976. This looks like it is. It's a- NC-17. Oh. That means there's bump and grind, bump and fronts. Or really nasty murders and shit. Yeah. 6.6 stars. A passionate telling of the story of Sada Ab- Abe. Sada Abi. Okay. A woman whose affair with her master led to an obsessive and ultimately destructive sexual relationship. So wow. the opposite of Fifty Shades of Grey, right? But an NC-17 version. Yeah. Okay. So that was. So those are your movies about sex, <laughs> sexual murder, sexual murder for this week, sexual murder, <laughs> <laughs> sexual <or> chocolate. <laughs> I believe the children are our future. Good job, Logan. See wailing. Well Thanks. Let them lead. Yeah, you definitely get an applause, dude. I think you found your niche. Logan is going to be taking the lead on research for the show. I mean, just going to go downhill from here. I think, no, I think you did a great job, dude. Seriously. High nice. fives. Yes. Up here. There you go. Agreed. For real. Great job. Loved it. I loved it. I, I think it's crazy that this is still technically an, an open case. Yeah. That we may never know. But it's weird how it stopped and how it was sent over with the, the piece of the woman's breast inside the thing. And I, I don't know. I think, I don't know. Listen, it's not uncommon for people to move and do some dastardly shit elsewhere. You know what I mean? Oh, we'll be just. We're looking at you, that. Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, make sure to stop over to our. Official, like, Wait, what? I love Wisconsin. <laughs> stop over to our official website, the Midnight Train podcast.com. At our website, you can buy some super sweet, super super sweet, sweet merchandise <laughs> uh, where you can find all kinds of cool stuff. Like, you know, there's t shirts over there with some raccoons on them that are holding some uh, switchblades. There's the Don't Be a Sabo shirt which is probably my favorite over there phone cases hats and so much more like i'm rocking my hat right now and i love this damn thing rocking a shirt right now yeah are you are you are you oh too too my yeah dude i got the underwear on yeah. i'm not gonna show you but yeah. are you sure yeah <laughs> so listen we need you guys to help us out. Go and support our sponsors. Let them know that you listen to the show and that you're actually... Get. I do see a lot of people who are getting the Dr. Squatch stuff. Mm-hmm. I just got... I'm going to post it, by the way, but I just got a whole new helping of it. Nice. Yeah, me too. I just got a, I, a whole stack, dude. I just went like roulette style because uh-huh. there's all the different kinds. There, They're three packs. Have you tried using it yet? Yes. Yeah. Wh- which one? So I... The goat's milk? pine. Oh, the pine, Oh, yeah. The pine tar. Dude. It's like, oh, my God. When I'm in the shower, like, using it, I'm like... I feel like I'm camping. Yeah, it's awesome. (laughs) They are amazing. And of course, we're talking about Dr. Squatch soap. All right. So it's obviously they're changing the way that men approach hygiene by providing all natural, high quality, healthy products like bar soaps, hair care, colognes, beard oils, and more that make you feel like a man and smell like a champion. But it's not just for women. I mean, or not for women, not just for men, for women. Like, listen, you want your man to smell good. You know, this is the way to do it. Because, dude, my skin just smells. I work in a nasty, dirty, greasy kitchen. And I still smell good afterwards. No, my wife loves it. Yeah, it's awesome. And you know what? It's funny. I haven't bought body wash since before because I got the first pack for Christmas. Yeah. So, like, I don't have a loofah anymore. But I have body, body wash. wash. You shouldn't have a loofah anyway. That thing holds so much bacteria. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> You keep it clean. You don't throw it on the floor and pee on it. <laughs> you okay? Oh, you don't? Oh, I was doing it all wrong. <laughs> right? So it, all their soaps are made um, right here in the United States, and they're made with, uh, you know, just the all-natural, finest ingredients you can, and it's not cheaply made, harf- harmfully mass-produced. I mean, they're great big blocks of soap, they and are. they're just perfect. And I promise you, just try it. Yeah. Just try it. Even, Even if you're like a, like a non-believer or whatever, yeah. I'm telling you, you will love it. Absolutely. Your partner will love it. Yeah. And do us a favor and go to the midnight train podcast.com forward slash sponsors. You can get 20% off your first subscription and uh, let them know that, you know, that's how they know that you guys are listening to us and we're getting in there used. uh, Well, you'll see the code in there. Just click on it. It's DSC Squatch 20. And listen, it is amazing soap. Also, there's BarkBox. You can check out while you're over there. Get your dogs something cool. You can get one free month. Sign up through us. It shows them these sponsors that, you know, you guys actually listen. And we have a new one coming. And I, I'm not supposed to mention it yet, but let's just say it's going to be really cool. And, 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 and it's, it's it, I actually own it already, Miller. Uh, no, I wish. God, I wish. <laughs> Way to break my heart, Logan. Yeah, yeah. I wish to God freaking Miller would step up. Anyway, no, it's going to be really cool. And uh, so just, yeah, just be on the lookout for that. It's going to be a really good one. And it's going to hook you guys up too. Then listen, if you like what you've heard from us and hopefully you did today's show, uh, obviously a little bit darker, but you know, we try to keep things light so it's not too crazy. Consider being a producer of the show by heading over to midnighttrainpodcast.com clicking on the Patreon button, or go to Patreon.com forward slash the midnight train podcast. For as little as five bucks a month, you can get all kinds of cool stuff. You know, the bonuses are the most important things. So just get on over there and help, uh, help us out and Listen, help yourself out. You can't even buy a value meal for five bucks anymore. Yeah, it's only five bucks. You know right. what I mean? Heck yeah. And when I say only, I understand. That's a lot of money. Yeah, seriously, it is. I mean, five bucks, I get it. Uh, totally. But you're also doing something... You're helping us to achieve things and 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 go further with what we're doing. Because right now, and just, I don't know, not breaking news or whatever. You guys know we're doing the Icons and Outlaws. That podcast is going to be dropping soon. We're just trying to make it perfect before we actually do it. There's a lot going into it. But we've also decided, and if you've made it this far, um, we've decided that we're going to actually start our own kind of network. And uh, it's going to be called Accidental Dads. Because, well, Man, <laughs> here we are. Kind of who we are. <laughs> so Accidental Dads Network, and uh, it'll kind of have be the umbrella for everything we're doing from here on out. We're doing like YouTube videos that Jeff's already on top of. Um, um, uh, Logan's gonna be on top of the Discord and like playing video games, which you said this weekend. Uh, the week, yeah. What do we? What day we on? It's, We're on Sunday right now. Yeah, yeah. So this weekend coming up. Yeah. Oh, what up. are you guys playing? Uh, Elden Ring. Oh. Dude, I've been playing Lost Ark. Yeah, I literally just started F- playing it this F- weekend. Awesome. Yeah, it is for so good. I don't like MMOs to be honest, and I was like hesitant. and I heard it was free, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll try D- it. DV the Vato talked me into it. Oh, damn. And it's it's good. All um, right, nerds. Anyway, okay. moving on. Um, uh, <laughs> but seriously, be on the lookout for accidental dads it's going to be popping out there soon we're going to have all kinds of cool stuff there we're going to be uh writing our own covers of all the uh, things that we uh decide to the topics and the the bands and musicians we discuss yes on icons and outlaws it's going to be great if you like what we do here just imagine us talking which we kind of do anyway imagine us talking about less deathy less murdery yeah, i mean like if you like music and you like music trivia and like you're yeah. just in- interested in music as a whole you're going to love this podcast. Yeah, and I promise you that even if you're not into that genre or style of music, you're going to like it. I mm-hmm. promise you. And if if not, then blame Logan. Me Anyways, well. we can't thank you enough for all the love and support we've received. You passengers do keep this train moving. Thank you so much for all the support. A very special thank you <laughs> To our fearless executive producer and Patreon poopers, which by the way, we got to discuss the name because now that we're switching it up, we want to see if the poopers want to remain poopers or what do we, you know what I mean? We got to give them a good, strong, strong, like bull. Uh, I think they should be the maestros. the maestros? maestros? Icons oh, and outlaws. I, what I was thinking is, musical pooper. I think they should either be icons or outlaws. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. You get to pick who you are. Ooh. Or maybe we call them men. Outlaws and the women icons. Because women, let's be honest, you are the icons, right? I wasn't being funny. Anyway, to our amazing poopers, Margaret Dempsey, Kelly Ryan, Corey Krakowski, Nathan Diekman, Hank Sanchez, Stacey Laconan, Nicholas Cooper, Caitlin McKinney, Trent Scott, Spencer Dunlap, Jacob Cook, Maggie Brothers, Albert Lopez, Miles Campbell, Brian Gunsman, Margaret Atkins, Colleen Cox, Pumpkin Escobar, Mac Doherty, Turner Cox, so many cocks in the poopers, which oh, I'm just going to pause real fast. So Colleen, uh, and Colleen, hi Colleen. Um, she's actually been talking to me a lot about the whole uh, Brian Laundry case. Oh yeah, yeah. And she's the one that actually told me about the autopsy report. Dude, have her call in. Yeah, we, on the show. we should maybe have her well, we talk do the about the episode. It. And but initially, she posted on one of our bonuses, and all it said was done. And I thought she left us. (laughs) (laughs) I thought thought we pissed her off or something. And I'm like, like, oh my God, oh my God. Are you okay? Is everything cool? Is everything all right? And she's like, yeah, just I had to fucking fix some shit. And next thing you know, she's like fixing it or whatever. So anyway, I just thought it was funny that I was like freaking out that we lost one of our poopers because it breaks my heart because we love you guys so much. Anyway, also to Sydney Sayer, Gina Madison, Janet Sherrell, Laura Randall, Chad Flint, Chris McLeod, Justin Kowalczyk, Rob Webb from the Fun Box podcast. Make sure you're checking out the Fun Box. Christina Skelton and Jessica Bartolome from the Sisters Skelton podcast. <laughs> And those smug fucks over there, right? Make sure you're checking those ladies out. They're absolutely amazing. Maria Gibbs, Chainsaw. What the fuck? To Jigsaw, Rick Ressler, Courtney Bachelor, Katie Brabenick, and of course, our boy, Bill Birch. Listen. Oh, beer. <laughs> hey, Bill. Oh, it's Bill. He's Bill. That's his name in my phone. It's B-E-E-W. Bill. Yeah. <laughs> beer What does Bill do for a living? Bill actually, he work, he's he got a good job. Good, yeah. good job. Yeah. Like what, he, what he's he got do? a good job that's affiliated with, like, school systems, so he's off all the fucking time. Uh, it drives me nuts. <laughs> it does. Is it, like, construction or something? No, no, no. He works for a company that does, like, the um, like the food service company for schools and stuff. Oh, nice. So, like, JVS is one of his accounts and stuff like that. I'm giving yeah. all of his information out right now. Mm, like, right, like right. It fucking matters. But anyway, it's funny because, like, it'll be a snow day, and, of course, I'm at work, and he just comes in like, hey, what's up, dude? I'm like, fuck you, man. So he can hook <laughs> us up with some food? I mean... Maybe the uh, Mexican pizza. Yes. Oh, beer. Ooh. I need a fish dear. Beer. Hook up, beer. So listen, spread the word for us. Please let people know that you love the show or even if you kind of like it or even if you just tolerate us because Logan is a handsome young man. Like, whatever it is. Like, whatever it is. Just spread the word. And if you want your name to be mentioned on the show and for us to be forever grateful. Please become a Patreon producer, become a pooper, or whatever the hell we're going to call you guys. We might just call you, just, I don't know. Jim, Bill, Tom, Steve. (laughs) Can we call them the Bills? (laughs) The Bills. The Bills. The Bills. The Bills. (laughs) Listen, stay safe out there. And Logan, listen, you did such a great job. Thanks. Go ahead and kill the show for us. Oh, big moment. Thought I already killed the show. (laughs) Close us out. Shoot you, motherfucker! Now go home and get your fucking shine box.